You're listening to the Pocket Hole Podcast with your host, PDF Pocket Hole. We're broadcasting to you today from Krusty Pete's Sweet Shop. Come on down and try some of Peter's delicious homemade treats made entirely from pizza crusts. The only pizza flavored sweet shop in Ireland. Peter's sweets are a crusty treat at Krusty Pete's Sweet Shop. Welcome to the Pocket Hole Podcast. Soundwaves, pocket thoughts in the brains of the human population. Welcome to the Pocket Hole Podcast. Your whole inhalation of good vibrations and information. Hootie hoo! That's what I say now. Hootie hoo! It's my new catchphrase. I thought of it all by myself. That's right, 100% original catchphrase. That's how I'm going to start the show now because thought of it myself hooty hoo it is definitely not a reference to the band outcast it is not i did not hit there i did not hello there all you pocket heads pocket boys pocket girls all you pdf files out there how are you doing i know what you're thinking what i just said there pdf file that sounds like i'm calling you uh, a portable document file file Right? Well, slow down there, cowboy. Let me explain myself. So, I was thinking of coming up with a name for the PDF Pockethole cult. For the fandom, you know? Every good cult slash band slash internet personality has a fandom. And they have names for their fandoms, you know? So, Slipknot have the maggots. Justin Bieber has the believers. Manchester United has the red devils. And Jake Paul has the Jake Paulers. Probably the strongest fandom of them all. So you need a good name for your fandom. You know, I, I, I need to give a name to you guys listening. So that I'll have something to say at the top of the show. Who do you? What's up my PDF files? You know, something like that. Just something catchy. Quirky. So I was cycling down Kaiserstrat in Hertogenbosch the other day. And I was thinking about what I would call my fandom. That's where this thought came from. PDF pocket holers. Pocket people. PP heads. I I want something that's instantly recognizable. Like as soon as you say it, you get a reaction. There is a musical duo called the Insane Clown Posse from the 90s. Well, I think they're still going. But they have a very strong fandom known as the Juggalos. Now, see, what's clever about that? They didn't just call them the Posseers, the Clowns, you know, the Insanos. They called them the Juggalos. And, on top of that, all their fans wear clown makeup, and they all listen to bad rap music. That's what they have in common. They're a community. They're a gang. Well, actually, I think they don't like being called a gang. But anyway, fuck them. And if you stop someone on the street and you ask them, Hey, are you a Juggalo? The reaction you get will be either, Hell yeah, man. ICP for life. Woot. ICP. 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 That's what will happen. Or you'll say, Hey, are you a juggalo? And the reaction you get will be, um, A juggalo? I don't know what that is. How do I join? That sounds cool. So either reaction is is positive. And it's because it's a cool name. And it's an exclusive club. People love exclusivity. That's one thing I've learned in my many, many years on this earth. Everybody wants to be different. Just like all the different people that we all like. I want to be special. 
just like everyone else who's special that I like. So that's what I'm going for. I want that reaction. I want to be different, and I want all of you to be different. Collectively, your collective trait, the thing you all have in common, is that you're all different. And you come together in your differences to be the same. Uh, so that's, yeah, so I cycling down Kaiserstrat, bra brainstorming ideas in the fresh breeze. And then inspiration, pow, pow, inspiration strikes. PDF files, of course. Not the PP heads, not the, the pocket holders. PDF files, of course. It's simple, it's catchy, and most important of all, it's meaningful. PDF files, I like that. So I said it a million different ways, and I just never grew sick of it. I just kept saying it and saying it. It sounds like a cool group to belong to, the PDF files. I'm a very excitable guy, and as soon as I have an idea, I need to follow it through immediately. So, I'm cycling down the street, and it's it's a very quiet avenue. It's good for thinking of fandom names and the likes. Similar kind of things like that. It's actually nicknamed Fandom Avenue because of its inspirational potency for cult leaders and internet personalities. So anyway, there's this guy, about six foot two foreign guy. I mean, this is in a different country, but, you know, he's he's foreign. Everybody there is foreign to me. He's holding his little son's hand as they walk down the street. Very cute kid. Blonde hair, chubby cheeks, big smile. This looks like a really happy man out for a walk with his son. So in a good-spirited nature, I came to a stop on my bike, and in my excitedness, I said with a grin, Hello, sir! Are you a PDF file? And he pushed me right off my bike, kicked me in the stomach and spat in my mask. God for damn a neat lecker, neat, neat, neat lecker. Ha! His words cut through the air like a knife piercing my soul. God for damn a, I'll kill you. He told his infant son to run, run far away from this bad man. He said this all in a different language, but I understood. Run away, run away now. And he proceeded to, like, he was pushing his son away. He poked me in the eyeballs. I'm on the floor now, like, writhing in agony. He poked me in the eyeballs, starts scratching my skin, pulling at my teeth, and then starts pulling at my earlobes. That's really painful. I know it sounds like a kind of weird way to hurt somebody. It's really sore, pulling your ear. So I was left in the middle of the road, sobbing quietly to myself. Each breath of life felt just one step closer to the, the sweet release of death. I never understood why people said that before. But in that moment, death would have been an absolute delightful occurrence. He punched me in the stomach 40 to maybe 50 times, calling me obscene names, repeating the phrase, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll kill you today. He left my field of vision briefly. So he's gone, as far as I was concerned, he was gone. Then he reappears with a canister of gasoline that he had apparently stashed quite conveniently. Or maybe it was just lying around, but I don't know. I had, I, there was, I was in a lot of pain. I didn't understand what was going on. It was a large canister. Big red canister of gas. Of petrol. Gas. Oh, my American. Petrol is what we call it in Ireland. And uh, he doused my whole body in this flammable liquid. He took out a lighter and struck a match. And he stands over my gasoline-soaked shell of a body wide-legged and with 
actually immaculate posture. He had incredibly good posture. This guy is like six foot two, giant, giant, big blonde guy, strong jawline. So there he is, looking down at me. I'm on the floor, covered in gasoline, blood. My eyes are watering. They're all red because he poked them. Stomachs and bits. I shit my pants. Probably a bit of piss on the floor somewhere. Just mixing with the various liquids that are just spilling down the street. He looks down at me. The flickering of the lit match in hand. It was mesmerizing. And honestly quite beautiful. Despite its ominous implication, it was... You know, fire is a very lovely thing to look at. And that's that's what I was thinking. If this was going to be my last... The last thing I'm going to see on this earth. Flickering flame. I, I kind of thought to myself, just finish me off. You know, let, let the last thing I see be a spark of... You, you know, fire is what sparked the, uh, the Age of Enlightenment, I believe. In which, when you look into fire, it inspires human creativity. Fire is, it's really the birth of, uh, of humankind, if, if you trace it back to its roots, when we first discovered fire. Because in history, like, if you look at it, if you look at a graph, I'm holding up my hand to indicate that there's a graph in an ima- on, on an imaginary whiteboard. There's a graph and it's like human evolution and um, the, the ages of human invention. It's a pretty stagnant line. It's it's pretty uneventful for uh, about a thousand years, and then when we discover fire, whenever that was, <laughs> whenever that was, I don't know, I don't know. This isn't a history show. This is just a something I thought when I was lying on the floor in pain. There's a very straight line, and then we discover fire, and then boom, 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 straight up to the top of the graph. Age of Enlightenment, I believe it was. Uh, fire, fire is um. It's inspiration for humans. So, he's standing over me with this lit match. And uh, he says to me, Call me a Peter Raphael one more time. One more time you call me Peter Raphael. I, I throw match. I throw match. But for Dama. Neat lacquer, neat lacquer. He kept saying, neat lacquer. That means not, not tasty, you know. I don't know. I don't know why he said it. That's, that's what I understood. So... He says, call me Peter Raphael. I said, well, what did you say? He said, call me Peter Raphael. I said, no, no. And like I'm speaking through, you know, I have teeth in my mouth. I, I, my teeth are just swimming in a pool of blood in my mouth. Kind of spat them out a little bit. No, no, no. I said Peter Raphael. Peter Raphael. And he says, oh my God. He says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought you said Peter Raphael. In my language, that means something very bad. (laughs) And we laughed and laughed and laughed. (laughs) It was hilarious. The language barrier had created a confusion. He thought I was saying something in his language. Because I wasn't in Ireland. You know, he doesn't know what language I speak. He thought I was saying something in his language that was very bad. But I was saying... (laughs) I was saying PDF file. 
I said to him, like, look, like, you know, computers. He said, yes, 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 I get it, I get it. PDF, portable document file. Ah, PDF file, yes. So he took, he took my hand, helped me up, invited me to have dinner with his wife and his son, and, of course, I accepted. Sounds delightful. I'll, I'll always take a free meal, that's what I say. So that night over dinner, we retold the story to his wife, detailing the horrific beating that he gave me in trying not to laugh the whole time <laughs> his wife was a gorgeous young woman named esther she had a very hearty laugh that inferred playfulness and empathy and like i quite liked her a lot and not in a romantic i'm not saying like i'd bang his wife or anything i have respect i have respect for that i think in this day and age, we should be able to say that someone's wife is beautiful without it turning into it. I mean, grow up. Grow up, seriously. If you're... Ha ha ha, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, she was. In a very kind of... The way a raw gem, or a, a rare stone, or... If, if you see a kind of metaphorical slab of rock in a, in a Japanese lily pond, you know? That's what she was like. So after we finished the story of him dousing me in gasoline with the the lit match. No, 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 I was saying PDF. She told me that she enjoyed the story very much. Which is what inspired me to actually say it on the podcast. This is just kind of... This is like a slice of life kind of thing. Not I don't usually talk about personal, you know, things like this. But she said, you, you know, I told her about the podcast. You should say that on the podcast. So she, she thought it was particularly funny that her husband had confused PDF file with PDF file because she is always correcting him for making mistakes when he speaks English. Now, her English was excellent. And we all agreed that it was totally the husband's fault in this case. And he apologized again, but this time more sincerely. He said, I, like, I'm, honestly, I'm really sorry. I'm Like, that was out of line. But uh, Esther, the beautiful wife with those authentic Ray-Ban glasses, had one query, however. And this was something I thought about. She said, So, if you're gonna call your fans PDF files, do you not think there's one glaring fault with that name? Now, bear in mind, her English is a lot better than her husband's. She says, Clearly, it sounds like you're calling them not PDF files, but it sounds like you're calling them portable document file files. Because PDF stands for portable document file. So, adding an extra file at the end saying PDF files, you're actually saying portable document file file. It's like when people say ATM machine, you know, automatic telling machine machine. It's totally redundant. And she said, that's the only that's the only thing that I have to say about that name. And I said, yes, that is a problem. So then I decided not to call my fans PDF files. All right, so coming up on the show, we have Denim Holdings coming on. And him, he and myself uh, will be imagining a scenario... Known as the Religious Celebrity Deathmatch Island. Now, before that, last week I released a music video entitled Footage of a Memory, 
it's truly my most elaborate video to date, and this is real. F video, music video, that I made, self-directed and edited and etc. Filmed in several countries over six months or so, and a laborious amount of editing. I'm very proud of it. Honest to truly God. The video itself is meant to simulate the fleeting nature of memories. Mental reconstructions of events that come and go in a very brief manner. And the album which it's from, it's kind of a non-linear sequence of events. Sequence... Ooh. Sequence 2, the song is from, and from the upcoming Sequence 3. That's a different story, we'll talk about that sometime. But anyway, the, the video is structured in such a way, like memories, that you can visually... You can vividly visualize a moment in your mind. But the moments before and after are quite hazy, if not totally forgotten. You never really know the exact details of a memory. You know, memories are unreliable and you you just, you remember the feeling of the memory. You always remember how you felt in that memory. And um, the thing is, we don't often remember what exactly people said or what people actually did in our lives, but we always remember how they made us feel. Take that story, for example, the the first story about the PDF files and, and such. You're probably not going to remember exactly what actually happened or what that guy did to me. How many times did he punch me in the stomach? Was it 40 or 50? What, what, what color was the gasoline canister? The thing is, you just, you don't remember stuff like that. But when you think back in that story, you'll remember, aha, that was, in, that was enlightening. That was educational. That was a tale that I will take with me through life and I'll learn from the mistakes of others in order to avoid those mistakes in my own path. That's how I made you feel with that story. That was what you take away from that. You learned something, you know, and you connected with a human being. You felt, just for a brief moment in this podcast, you felt like you're not alone. You felt like I was there with you. And you were there with me and my memory. And that's that's the whole point of this video. Is that you can't remember everything that happens in the video. And that's the point. So many things happen. It's like a trip through time. And not just time as we know it. But some sort of foreign idea of time. Imagine this, okay? You had a heavy night out. You were having such a good time that you didn't crawl into bed until 6.30 in the morning. 6.30? Why am I using all these Americanisms? Half six is what we say. Half six a.m. Then, the next day, after this heavy night out, you start remembering small, stupid, embarrassing little things that you said because you were drunk. Largely inconsequential comments that didn't cause a reaction, but they're just embarrassing for you. Then you worry if other people remember these little thoughtless comments and suddenly the memory of that good night turns into an endless stream of drunken embarrassing statements that you regret and you say, I'm never drinking again. Well, first of all, in that kind of scenario, everyone else is certainly more concentrated on what they did. If you're ever slightly concerned that you said something stupid, just remember that you probably think people care about you way more than they actually do. You would have to be a very special person altogether for other people 
to actively think about the small, insignificant things that you said once, just as a throwaway comment. Especially on a night out full of absolute dribble talk, you know? Full of goo-goo-ga-ga, you know? You know what I'm talking about? Goo-goo-drinky-drinky-winky. Everybody, everybody's drunk, you know? You say something stupid, no one remembers. Most of us are prone to assuming other people think about us more than they actually do. And actually, everyone's far too concerned with their own lives. Think about it. What, what does every person have in common on this earth? It's that they think about themselves more than they think about other people. Everyone's favorite topic is themselves. It's a thing you know most about. You literally do it every day. You live with yourself. The longest thing you've ever experienced is your own life. So here's the mantra that I live by. People won't remember what you do. People won't remember what you say. They remember how you made them feel. It's true and you can apply it to anyone you know. Do you ever have a really great time laughing with a friend and the next day you can't remember a single thing you laughed about? You say, oh, I saw Jamie Bradshaw the other day. <laughs> what a legend. I love that guy. We had such a good time. And your friend says, what did you do? You say, oh, you know, just funny jokes, laughing and joking, you know, the usual. And they say, so what did you talk about? It sounds like a great time. And you think back and you can't remember a single thing. And you want to, you want to share it. You want to say, oh, Jamie said this funny thing. But you just can't remember a fucking thing that happened. You just remember that you felt great in the presence of that great person who is a real friend of mine. <laughs> it's true. So people often ask if I'm ever shy or embarrassed about wearing, you know, the pocket hole mask and jumpsuit in public. I tell them that, okay, well, first of all, if you don't know, I'll let you away with such a rude question because maybe you don't know. But I actually have a condition and I have to wear the mask. Uh, so it's not really a case of being embarrassed by it or not. I don't really have a choice, you know. Like if someone has an accident and they lose their eye and they wear an eye patch, you don't say, oh, are you not embarrassed of wearing an eye patch? No, because that's just life. I suffer from chronic ugliness and I have to wear a mask. So it's it, you can't be embarrassed in that kind of way. Um... But yeah, I mean, at, at first I got a little self-conscious, but in reality, I would be lucky to exist as an anecdote in a stranger's life. I mean, really, in those moments of being PDF pocket hole, walking down the street in the mask, I tried to imagine what a stranger would do or say. And all I can think of is, Hey, you're wearing a mask. And I'd say, yes, yes, I am. And then I just can't imagine a conversation past that point. Most people just stare because what do you say? There's nothing to say. It's not that interesting. I mean, you know what's interesting is if there's a guy on top of a building on O'Connell Street in Dublin and he looks like he's going to jump and he's naked. That's interesting. And I say that because that happened a while ago. And people were standing around watching, you know. That is something to look at. And there I am, just a man wearing a mask and a jumpsuit. And then I thought, you know what? I'm really not that special. I'm really nothing to look at. You know? It's like uh, De Denim. Okay, Denim's coming on the show later. He gets embarrassed holding a, a... What's it called? A carton of orange juice in the shop. In the supermarket. Like, 
He thinks it looks stupid just to be walking around the supermarkets just holding a carton of orange juice. As if people are gonna look and say, <laughs> look at that guy. He's just holding a carton of orange juice. What's he doing? You know? Like, people don't care about you. No, Nobody cares about you, okay? That's my point. That's what I'm trying to say. The mask is largely irrelevant in the whole PDF pocket hole thing. People judge me on the content of my words and how I make them feel. That's the only thing that matters. And that's what I like about PDF pocket hole. I don't like involving attractiveness or lack thereof into the arena of music. Or, you know, the various things that I do. Because so much of the music industry is reliant on the attractiveness of the singer or the band. And I'm not saying that's like a superficial thing. That's a very human thing. It's just simply harder to look at an ugly person singing beautiful music for 50 minutes, you know? It's way easier to listen to a beautiful person sing, even if they're shit. Because at least you have something to look at, you know? Radiohead are a, a classically ugly band, you know? Great music, but they don't put their face on album art or t-shirts or anything like that. Because they think they look weird grouped together and they're just kind of like ugly in general. And that's fine, you know? Yet that, if that's... Draw attention to the music, regardless of whether you're good looking or not. And that's what I like about PDF Pocket is that people never say... People actually never say anything about the mask, really. And they're not interested in what I look like. That's the goal. Because it doesn't matter. It's just... If you do know what the person looks like, then you're forced to deal with that and you have to look at it. And if it's ugly, well then, it's just not nice, you know? The thing that really matters is, how does this person make me feel? And that's all people rem will remember about you when you die at the end of the day. How'd that person make me feel? Oh, he's good crack. End of. You know, they're not going to be like, oh, he said this one thing once. That really defined him in my eyes. Um, so footage of a memory music video. Yeah, I was actually, I was going to talk about something else, but, uh, well, let's just get on to the denim thing, okay? We, we save, I'm going to do a variety show uh, again. I like those episodes. Going to do that again soon, but for now, I'm going to swap you over. The denim's coming in and we're going to, we're going to talk about some stuff. Okay. <laughs> If, if if religion... Okay, let's just say... All religions versus each other? Yeah, on an island. Oh. Say, name name six religions, right? And they have two champions each. Do they? They they have two champions each? Well, like, they have a man and a woman to fight the all other ones. So we have okay. Christianity. Yeah. Islam. Judaism. Mm-hmm. What are the... What are the, <laughs> what are the religions? Buddhism. Well, Scientology, we have to put it in. Oh, yeah. Did you so say Buddhisms? For, yeah. Well, Buddhist, whatever the fuck. Uh, I'm coming up with a technically, Buddhism isn't actually religion. It's like um, a, a way of living, so they say. They have a Because they don't though, have a leader. Isn't the Buddha the god, though? He's not a leader, no. Huh. We we assume that because we are Well, I mean, they would have lost anyway because they're peaceful cunts. Yeah, of course. And they're not going to win. You, okay, let's just put so, them in there just to eliminate them. Um, Shaolin monks, they'd probably win. That's a religion? I, is it, though? Who's their god? I mean, the monks, they have to have a god. Shaolin monks, do they not throw ninja stars at people? Yeah. But who's their god? That's a who good is question. your god? <laughs> who is your god? Who is their god? Who? Shaolin monks. What? All monks have a god. Are they not Buddha? 
I am severely uneducated on this topic. So am I, but that's why it's funny. Let's let's just make it a point that we don't know what we're talking about and continue as we will. You know, all right. I do just, that all the time. Anyway, uh, actually, this is yeah, look. We don't know what we're talking about. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, I'll show the monkey. Let's just let's just make it up as we go along. Show the monks. Let's yeah. just say they're Buddhists. Okay. All right. Yeah. I I think having two champions for each religion is a lot. So, what I mean is just a man and a woman as God. All versions of God always had man and woman, do you know what I mean? Did they? Okay, we'll go through this. So, Christianity, there's God and who's the woman? Well, I'm talking, no, representatives of oh, of that God. So like, th- not yeah, the actual gods themselves. I get you, I get you. Okay, so there's Jesus and... Well, not even Jesus. I'm just saying representing Chris, Chris, Christianity could be right. could be Dave and Sheila. It could be Or Bono. it could be Adam and Eve. Bono? Bono, actually, yeah. We'll do celebrity fucking... Yeah. Uh, okay, we, okay, we yeah. could put Sinead O'Connor on fucking yeah. Islam's team. Okay, here's the theme music for the uh, celebrity religion. Religious celebrity deathmatch. Yeah. Celebrity Deathmatch Island! Alright, so for Christianity, who is the most powerful Christian celebrity? Ooh, um, ah. I think Jesus. No, Jesus has to be. Because he's buff. uh, If we're going by popular kind of conceptions of Jesus. Alright, well tell me this then. Are we going for white Jesus or Arabian Jesus? I really don't care for white Jesus yeah he is I would go for Arabia I'd say absolutely because he, he'd be able to tough the desert there's no way white Jesus could fast in the de- desert for no. 40 days and 40 nights what? no white man's doing that shit well, yeah. an Arabian Jesus however the desert is your friend okay so Christianity is white Jesus can we just go with one member of yeah. each religion I, I prefer Arabic Jesus oh sorry did I say white Jesus yeah, yeah, yeah. Arabic Jesus All right. much more powerful second religion Judaism Larry David Of course mm-hmm. Without a doubt Yeah Larry David Because he'll complain about like Oh what We're yeah. supposed to use spears Spears in this <laughs> contest <laughs> He'll make very good points He's not the strongest man No no Quite feeble actually. But I'd say People are kind of he could, he could make it to the last like Two Yeah or yeah, three, yeah yeah He's not going to win avoid and shit and all, like. He doesn't even want to win He doesn't No no win. That's the thing Yeah yeah He's, he's Jewish He's used to not winning so <laughs> And he's a millionaire He'll, he'll get by yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have, yeah, Jesus, Larry David. Do we dare talk about Islam? Yeah, Sinead O'Connor. Is she? She's not Muslim, is she? Yeah, she's not Muslim. Briefly, or for now, I think she still is. The Irish public, as a whole, owes her a lot of apologies for like she went all in on the Catholic Church oh, in yeah. the nineties, and she it was, was cool. fucking. She got banned off SNL, like you know, Saturday Night Live. She ripped up a uh, picture of the Pope yeah. on that, and now she's banned. Like, and she was called a. Now, I don't know if she was already crazy or she went crazy <laughs> from because she's definitely the crazy now. Always she's fucking, <laughs> she's definitely insane now. Like insane, crazy or crazy insane. Um, Eminem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was trying to think of the next one, but uh, 
Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty it, sure she's in love now, yeah. Uh, not that it needs to be said again, but this is a totally uninformed intellectual conversation. I don't know anything about Sinead O'Connor, to be honest. I know she ripped up the picture of the Pope, Sinead, that yeah, yeah. took balls yeah, to yeah. rip up a picture of an old man. So, she's Muslim. Mm-hmm. Is there... There's more than four. What's that? That's only three religions. Right? Yeah, there's more religions. Um, Scientology, Tom Cruise, obviously. Well, yeah. He actually would have an edge because he does all his own stunts. Yeah. So he would know a little bit about fucking having a little go with people. Or, like, yeah. or at the very least, he can run away. He's so good at running away. He's <laughs> excellent. Like, he's yeah. fucking every single movie he's ever in. He's yeah. fucking sprinting. In fact, actually, if Tom is smart, he'll play to his strengths. He will run away before he even tries to fight. Yeah. And if they catch and the him, is, then he'll He'll fight. never be caught because he's so fast and so in, in, he has so much endurance. The other guy, Larry David isn't going to catch up to him. No way. Jesus would be his biggest opposition. Can, Jesus, can Jesus teleport? <sighs> what are the rules of Jesus? I feel like that was in the Bible. What's the law of Jesus? He... No, that's uh, post... Uh, is it... Now, we'll be going on after the resurrection <laughs> when he's basically a ghost. Wait. What's the word? You know, like Boo from Dragon Ball Z. He has like multiple mm. forms. You know, I've never seen Dragon Ball Z. There's like, uh, there's Not like kid Jesus. Name. There's like adult <laughs> Jesus. Like resurrected Jesus. Yeah, and he's stronger than the last. Uh, but he can shift between each form. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't want to make it too easy on him. We gotta lock him to one form. Uh, it's Arabic Jesus. Yeah. Simple Arabic Jesus. Alright. Okay, so not only does Tom Cruise, he has the running away ability. Yeah. But his running away is obviously aided by an editor. True. So I think his editor should be involved in the package of Tom Cruise. Well, if you're going to go with that, I would say go with the editors or editor of the uh, Mission Impossible movies. Because most of them are actually pretty solid, good action movies. Okay. Like, I actually like pretty okay. much all of them. Okay, so it's not actually Tom Cruise Scientology has in this battle. It's the editor who's controlling him. And that could get him out with like some some editorial yeah, trickery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could get him out with some hot spots. Like, do you know what I mean? He he fucking he's always wearing a fake face. Always rips off a mask. And what, all, like, really? Yeah, every single one of them. There's, he's, I've never watched one of those movies. I've watched. I think. Yeah. Uh, he wears a fake face. Yeah, it's like. It's, what kind of a man would wear a fake face? That's ridiculous. A man who's an international spy, or and a podcast host, or a podcast guest. What? Like every single movie is kind of the same. Like, there's the reveal that like, oh, I was wearing a different face the whole time, bad guy. Sorry, but I've got you. I've not watched Mission Impossible, but I feel like on the posters it's Tom Cruise with his normal face. Yeah, but part of the like, <laughs> oh, there's a segment in each film where he yeah, goes yeah, yeah. undercover. Yeah, because he's part of. <laughs> do you know what the, the government agency that he works for is? No spoilers. The IMF. The International you know Monetary Fund. No. <laughs> Impossible Mission Force. That's it. But the IMF is already a thing. I know. Yeah, that's why it's funny. Oh, but uh, yeah, it's the Impossible Mission Force, and he gets like sent canisters with like the job application. And I was like, please, will you accept this mission and shit? Like, they have their own assets and shit. The fixer guy who gets everything done from now, like, and does all the, the the face shit. But they always do that. At some point in every movie, like in the third one. His yeah. wife gets killed by the bad guy, and it turns out like they literally zip her face down, oh and it's someone God. else under there. It's Serious? Creepy, yeah. That one was weird, but like it's his, his whole motivation for the movie <laughs> is like I gotta avenge my wife, and I wasn't even hurt the whole time. You took off my wife's face. <laughs> Nobody takes off my wife's face but me. I yeah. fucked that face with my penis. That's why there's a hole in it. <laughs> one thing that irks me about that is. 
Tom Cruise literally has a call to action in Mission Impossible. A yeah. literal call to action. Oh, every movie is different. Like, he gets like, I don't remember the first one. I only seen that when I was a child. But the second one, he's just, he's just like free climbing this mountain. And he gets to the summit and this just canister drops. It has this pair of sunglasses in it. And he puts on the sunglasses like, Eaton Hunt is his name. And uh, this is the missing description. Cool, cool thing. Bad guy. We need you to steal this. This message will self-destruct in 10 seconds. Will you accept the mission? And like, he has the option to say no. Which is weird. Obviously, we're watching the movie. There's a description yeah. on the back of the DVD box. That plot point that he has to accept the mission is spoiled in the title of the movie. Mission Impossible. We know he yeah. takes the Mission Impossible. We assume that from the title. So we had Jesus, Arabic version. Uh-huh. Um, for Islam, we had... Sinead O'Connor. O'Connor. Larry David for Judaism. What are another two religions? Scientology, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. What's the last one? There's more. Uh, definitely is more. Buddhism we'll go with We'll do that one But who represents Buddhism? That's powerful Yeah Lisa Simpson? She's only a small child Yeah Couldn't but an she, she has Immortality on her side She never I ages suppose She has been like 8 for 20 years Yeah More maybe But will that help you In a spear fight? Larry David could beat Lisa Simpson uh, Yeah you know true I mean? yeah, yeah Actually that's a fight That I want to see though I would love to yeah. see that Can we just go with Lisa Simpson Because I want to see her get fucked I want to see her die To be honest You want to watch what you say About like the cadence of that sentence When you're talking about An 8 year old girl <laughs> yeah, I want to well, see that Little 8 year old Yellow person Die uh, Yellow person in what way You're making this racist I know yeah I, know. I, would, I would like to purposely Insert her just to See her yeah. Die. Now, how do we figure out who wins and dies? It's just like no. Wait, there still has to be one more religion, surely. Well, we had six. Six isn't even number. You're only seven. I tell you what, I'm gonna Google uh, just religions. Just look up the, the top six religions in the world. Top six list of religions. What do the Chinese believe in? Technology. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Christians, Muslims, Hindu. Hindus. That's what we're forgetting. Yeah. Mahatma. Okay, well, he would be useless in a brawl, wouldn't he? Leading pacifist. Famous Hindus. I don't know any of these people, I'm sorry. Well, names, I? I to... There is Sankar... Karya? Sankar Karya. I, I, I can't even say these words. Let's not do Hindu, because it's going to be very uh, racist. What was the one after Hindu? Let's just do the five religions. Alright, fair enough. Okay. Religious Celebrity Deathmatch Island! Now what happens? The War of the Five Religions. Well, I would believe it starts in a circle. Mm-hmm. Who's the first it? to go? Because there's a couple token entries in there that just need to be wiped off straight away. Well, I imagine Jesus at the start like, here, let's not play this game. Mm-hmm. My father loves it. Absolutely, us. yeah. He's not going mean, to fight. He'd be, trying to, he'd be trying to do that. But, never forget... When the people were fucking around the temple, that motherfucker went in kicking over tables. Yeah. Getting rid of all them guns out. Jesus can bang. He can yeah. fuck people up. People when don't he talk needs about to. that. When he needs to. Jesus can fuck cunts up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gotta remember, he says, turn the other cheek and that. But if you're going against the Lord, hmm? you're gonna get fucked. Change my birthday, will you? <laughs> yeah. Christmas is fake. To I change will- the date, I will turn your tables. 
Okay, so who's left? There's Lisa Simpson, Larry David, Sinead O'Connor, Tom Cruise. Well, Tom, I imagine, true to his character, would like run as far away as possible and then try and get some intel on his enemies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, yeah. figure out their weaknesses and that. He'll just pick them off one by one. Yeah. So he's gone for And the also, he can, he can call in uh, like secret agents to help him out. He could get secret agent Judas Iscariot. Judas Iscariot? Ju- not Judas. Iscariot. Judas. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Judas and Tom are in cahoots now. Well, I mean, he can call him in. We're going to give him the power of secret agentism. Okay, yeah, yeah. Everyone has their own ability, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Jesus has super carpentry. Okay, He can build a fortress to protect himself. Yeah, like Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lisa Simpson is, like, she's got jazz music. Like, a nagging kind of jazz music. She's definitely the first to die, please tell me. I would say so. Yeah. More even, I get the feeling that everyone would kind of split up and go away no one would attack each other immediately yeah. but an 8 year old girl wouldn't survive long in the jungle island kind uh, of thing ok ok here's what I think Larry David's doing we know that he knows he's not going to last very long Yeah. so as the let's be honest the petty Jew that he is he's going to try and form an alliance with someone else to pick off who he thinks is second most likely to yes, get picked off yes I think so Yeah. and he knows and I would not be I wouldn't put it beyond the plot to the death of a child yeah, so, okay, Lisa right, would right. Be and I'd say he goes straight to Sinead O'Connor about it because he thinks like, oh, you're a woman. You'll kill another woman. Because he yeah, wouldn't like the idea yes. of a man killing a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he goes straight to Sinead and like, yeah. Women can kill women. Yeah. That works yeah. in Larry David's benefit. Okay, so Larry... The quality in there. Larry know? and Sinead, they both hate the Pope. Ah, They both yes. hate the Pope. They're in cahoots. They kill Lisa Simpson. First one mm. gone. Has to be done. And... Uh, Muslims and Jews have always wanted to kill Jesus, so... I think Sinead O'Connor and Larry could go away from this thing together. What? They would be a great power couple. This would be like Love Island. They would be a great power couple. Okay, so they're together now at this stage. So it's it's Larry David and Sinead O'Connor versus Jesus, uh, Arabic version. And... Uh, Tom Cruise who's in the sky with his intel yeah he's got like fucking spy planes going on all over the place he's got Judas on contacts and like hey where's the weaknesses in Jesus's carpentry like, yeah. you know what I mean Did well he leave a back door open when he was in the garden of uh, Yosemite uh, this is where Judas kissed him on the cheek yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, he's like I know it was you Fredo and Jesus just it zo- the camera zooms in on him he has his palms in his cheek and he goes what <laughs> boing yeah. Right now there's an alliance between Sinead O'Connor and Larry David. I think that's a strong one. Yeah. I think it only makes Both sense. Both bald people also. Yeah. Larry David loves bald people. Okay, there's a bald alliance here. I think that it only makes sense that there would be an alliance between Tom Cruise and Jesus. Because they've got a lot in common. Um, I think it would be a tentative alliance. I can see it happening, but I don't think there'd be too much. No, no, it's not there. a strong bond. Yeah, yeah, they're only trying to get something from each other. Either one could easily betray the so other. So Jesus has built his Fortnite castle that goes yeah, yeah. into the sky. Him and Tom are in this HQ. Yeah, yeah, that makes it. It makes sense for Tom to get close from me as well because if he does plan to betray him, I mean that's what secret spies do. They get yeah. really close to their yeah, enemy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jesus builds him a HQ with mm. all the intel kind of equipment that he needs made of wood mm-hmm. and they're in a kind of treehouse situation what's Tom's strength here it's calling backup Tom has a secret agent yeah but I think Larry and uh, Sinead need to make the first move for there to yeah. be a reaction to okay, it okay true, I mean. true 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 
So I don't think Larry's gonna do shit. I think Sinead wears the pants in this. Oh, she absolutely does. She she'd yeah. be leading the all out like he'd just be kinda like critiquing what she's saying, like like, Well, that's your plan? Yeah. Like, that's yeah, what you're gonna yeah. do? I think Sinead's plan is just simply to burn the treehouse. You know? No, that makes sense. It actually like cause it gets burning down. I'm pretty sure she's burned religious things before. Yeah. So I feel like something it- literally built by Jesus himself. Down to be very Sinead O'Connor. Maybe that's Tom and Jesus' plan. Let's build a Jesus hut in mm. the sky just so Sinead O'Connor will get so pissed off that she has to burn it because she cannot help but rip up or burn things that are associated yeah. with Christianity. So she's falling for that trap. She's falling straight into it. And Larry's saying, mm. no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. You're going to get burned. <laughs> and she does it anyway. She does it anyway. Yeah, yeah. She um, falls she, to the follies of her own way, though. She falls too, too strict to her own guidelines, like yeah. a lot of Muslims. <laughs> okay, okay. And this is exactly what happens. She sees the Jesus hut, goes straight to it. There's like a a trail of, you know, like um, the way Homer picks up the candy. Like, ooh, piece ooh, of candy. Yeah. There's like pictures of the Pope. And she's like, ooh, pictures of the Pope. And she yeah. rips it up all the way oh, up the stairs. That's family guy. That's Peter. No, it's actually neither of them. It's James Woods. So she does that. She, like, falls for the Pope pictures. She goes to Jesus HQ and fo- obviously Tom snipes her. Mm. He's a sniper, right? Probably. I uh, don't think Are so. Are you telling me Mission Impossible doesn't involve him using a sniper or something? Not point? him. I mean, he uses guns and shit. Every... No, well, he doesn't really use much more than a pistol. It's more about hand-to-hand combat and using his wits to get okay, out Okay, okay. On... He probably does use a sniper every now and again, but no, like, not, not much. Okay, on that note, he uses hand-to-hand combat. Sinead O'Connor enters the hut, which is a trap. He just comes out of the closet, punches her straight in the face. She falls yeah. down the stairs, she dies. I mean, to an untrained person, you're going to get fucked up by a yeah. trained Tom, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Smith. I need to call him. Tom <laughs> Smith? Where did you get Tom Smith from? I was thinking Will Smith. Why? I don't know. Big, big celebrity, Ben. Sinead O'Connor falls down the stairs to her death. Jesus has proved very powerful at this point. He's done nothing wrong. So there's Jesus... Tom Cruise and Larry David. Mm. I think we have two bad boys in the group and one one goody two shoes. Who's the goody two shoes, Larry? Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Larry will do whatever it takes to win. I reckon, right? Larry will just kind of accidentally duck out of the way of like a Tom Cruise fucking yes, yeah. And I go into Jesus, or I go into Jesus, and Tom will be like, oh shit, like I really didn't mean that. Jesus, like, it's like just touch his face, like it's okay, my child. Yeah, and then like. Tom feels so bad about it and out of honor he kills himself and then Larry David wins. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. An honor killing. Like, hey. That just happened really fast. In my head, I'm imagining Jesus has a two by four mm. and he's about to whack. Yeah, not a sword. That, yeah. In my head, it was also a piece of wood. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a sword. He's about like to that. whack Larry David in the head with the big two by four. <laughs> Larry ducks and he whacks Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is dead. So it's Jesus and Larry David and Larry surviving just purely by luck. Mm. Jesus dies of a heart attack It's just It's it's Larry's look It would just be like Larry David Yeah I mean He'd probably work A kind of plot device Around it He would Back script He would retro script it yeah. Somehow to insinuate That Jesus yeah. had The heart condition The whole time But Luckily for him And just then the whole time It was Jerry Seinfeld Was like I had the whole thing planned <laughs> That's Kermit I'm the, the Frog I'm the king Jew That's Kermit the Frog again <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I most of my voices are coming to frogs. It, it goes, it goes against everything that happens in Larry David's shows for Larry to come out on top. That's literally mm. the antithesis of what his show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this scenario, 
Makes sense because you don't want to see him die. I think the real irony. And he's the well, I suppose. Actually, no, never mind. I was going to say he's the only human, but like Sinead O'Connor and Tom Cruise are both human, also. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. I suppose the real irony is that Larry then has to go back home to his wife. Yeah. The whole reason he got on this island was to get away and to and to make sure that he had a a confirmed suicide. But uh, ironically. He came That's how he loses in the end, though. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. He wins, but he loses. He never wanted That's to survive. That's the exact kind of thing. You're listening to the Pocket Hole Podcast, the best podcast in the world. My name is John Barker, and you're listening to the best show in the world. The show is so good that brands often feel they are not worthy of sponsoring us. Because of this unfortunate problem, we ask you to please consider donating to the show. And how can you do that? Well, I'll tell you. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can purchase a copy of Sequence 2 on Bandcamp.com. Sequence 2 features nine PDF pocket hole tracks, exclusive artwork, a lyrics booklet, behind the album information, and more. That's pdfpockethole.bandcamp.com. And now we return to the program. And we're back with Denim Holdings. Denim, you're still here? I am. I can't leave. So, Denim, you're you're a figure of mystery. Let, let's get down to the real business. No no more games, no more funny business, no more chit-chat. No, wait. Chit-chat is my funny business. Yes. You're a behind-the-scenes man. You've popped up here and there on the podcast. But people have been asking me, who is that guy? I know he's a guest on the podcast, but what does he actually do? Hmm. Well, um, for one thing, I'm on the shadier side of business management, more music management. I and you just it. open about it like that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I I don't I mean I do my business in the shadows but I talk about it. So you do your business secretly but you also tell people that you do it secretly. Yeah. And in a shady fashion. Cuz I only would, like there's there's a certain type of person that would respect that openness. Mm. And I I'm, I'm going to fuck them over. Kind of like <laughs> um wait what? <laughs> what was that last <laughs> bit? Nah, redact that. Kind of like uh what's his name? What's his name? Pablo Escobar. Yes, I was only watching Narcos today. He he was quite open about his uh, criminal activity, but you know... Yeah, plata o plomo, silver or lead. Plata is like a Mexican slang for money. Well, I don't know, that's what the subtitle said. Tell us a bit about Denim, like, what, what do you do? Because this is your kind of first foray into the public forum, you know? This is your first appearance as a public figure. I don't know. It's a hard question to answer what a man does. Be more specific. I'm just telling you, I'm a shady prick. I, just, I thought that, that got it. No, uh, that only raises more questions, if anything. I know you from artist management in yeah. the music business. Speaking of which, the Cerebral 7 I know more. Oh, you were saying that you're managing this North Korean band, Cerebral 7. Yeah, well, Kim Jong got two of them, and you can't market the Cerebral 5, so I had to get rid of them. Kim Jong got two of them? Yeah. So what, what does that mean exactly? What do you think it means? When Kim Jong gets someone, what do you think that means? Okay, it means exactly what I think it means. I just Exactly. Another shady character who I admire. He gets the job done. Doesn't hide anything. Well, actually, he does. He hides it. everything. He does, actually, yeah. yeah. All right. For the record, I no longer... You redact your support for the North Korean yeah, militia. I, I take that back. Right, well, I feel like you're answering questions, but it only leads to more questions. Yeah. 
it's it's hard it's hard to get stuff, Eddie. I'll I'll tell you that. I'll tell you the same. Let let me ask you some questions then. Uh, you've been getting reg- recognised out in public since coming on the show. Yeah, a man came up to me whilst I was at the bar, and said, "Are you Denim Holdings?" And I said, "Yes." And now everyone's asked me how my holdings are. Oh, really? My holdings in society these days are, are going up. I can only imagine someone recognise you in public through your voice. True. I get very loud and rowdy when I'm drunk. Is that so. what was happening when... Yeah, a man messaged me on Instagram actually saying he see me screaming into a man's face. Yeah. And he knew it was me. It was a friendly screaming though. It was a friend of mine. How can you... I had to shout as well. He was on ketamine and I hadn't seen him since he got back from Australia. And he was... <laughs> you <laughs> had to shout at him because he was on ketamine. Well, I mean, I don't know. We were having fun. We were, it was it was fun shouting. Do you think that's what he wanted? It was absolutely what he wanted. He's saying shout at he me. He wouldn't let go of my face for like 10 minutes. He kept on hugging me. I mean, I was just shouting, hey! He was, yeah. You were shouting in I his mean, ear. I mean, there was more than that. More that happened So what was going that. on there? I'm kind of interested in that. I have been away, as you know. <laughs> and... Um, I came upon Sinead a night when a friend of mine was... Sinead a night? No, Sinead one night. Okay. A friend of mine was doing a, a headlining gig there. I arrived late, drunk as fuck. He was already there, kept me in doubt his face. And um, we made a lovely pair. Stood on the ground floor for like 10 minutes just hugging each other. I mean, I was all right when I was pissed, but like he just... He didn't even say words. And then we were just shouting at each other. Yeah. And then someone saw you and said, oh, that's Denim Holdings. Yeah, I was at the bar. He had a lot of nice things to say about me, which I liked. Now I might just fucking, I don't know, I might make a career of this. You, you've always kind of taken pride in being in the shadows and... That was when I had to be. Now what, I have what do you mean you had to be? Why did you have to be? To make them money. And now that you've gotten literally the slightest, slightest grain of attention. Yeah, now I'm going to cover the world in shadows. <laughs> I like the imagery that you're giving me today on this podcast. Shut up and plug my Instagram. You've started an Instagram account account in response to uh, this newfound fame that you have. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> at Denim Holdings. Shout at me! The, I well, thought it was Twitter and I wanted people to tweet at me. I was like, shout at me. Well, I don't know. I thought I got them confused. I, I, you don't use social I media. I haven't posted on Facebook since 2011. You're not a social media type guy. I don't know. I'm coming out of my shady shell. I have... Um, you know the P I told you about him before? The P, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little fucker, without my permission, he went on fucking Irish radio. Like, literally, they were speaking Irish. Yeah. That's not our de- demographic. Irish language man. radio. Yeah, that's yeah. not our demographic. I mean, I want to repeat Irish people, not like... Irish speaking people. I want to know what they're saying. So the P is one of the artists that you manage, and he was on Radio Nalifa, and you were saying you don't like people talking about him in different languages because you don't know what they're saying and you think exactly, they yeah. might be saying something derogatory. They could be. But, um, I don't know, that's why on my Instagram, at Denim Holdings, I put up a video saying, uh, also, there's confusion. They called him Denim Holdings. Yeah. Which pissed me off. I yeah. had to make a little video, put up a picture of me looking sweet in my aviator jacket. Yeah, I had to make a little thing saying that little fairy is not me, but... Yeah, People so kind of like the song, so... I only played the song on the podcast, and it wasn't yeah. released, right? No. Uh, so you you sent it to me in an audio file. Yeah, also, soon we have a... We got a wrecked. Which is bizarre. They must... I imagine they ripped the audio from the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, here, let's have a listen to uh, what they were saying. 
Seamus O'Donoghue, new James Dunphy on Shin, uh, a cur, uh, text, a stock, a glory, Aaron Fuile, so, uh, go Aaron, so, um, you know, to make Mohu Flahu, so to make Hun on Da Aaron Ohorto, so, on Ked Aaron, et ta, King of the Kitchen, uh, is Anamdo, August, Kalis Anamdon, uh, Denim Holden's captain, okay, um, Shans, Shans Gavi Froame, uh, Nisma Olish, uh, Fin Aaron Shaw, Tresh Guglushin with a, okay, Shah, King of the Kitchen is Anamdon Gansha. Hit me with the bass. So, you don't know what he was saying at all there? Well, I mean, I did once you'd done the subtitles for the video for me. Oh, yeah, okay. But, um, yeah. at the time, all I got was Denim Holdens. And then I thought they were giving me a shout-out as the manager. In that, he was saying that someone sent in a text they want to hear King of the Kitchen. And you got wrongly attributed as the artist. One thing that's very confusing is you and the P have a very unique voice. You both... You both sound very similar. I mean... I don't hear it personally. I've been told that. Some would say it's almost uncanny that it, it has to be the same person. I am... Um, well, I don't know. I think that's a little bit voice racist. This is the, this is a 100% non-racist podcast. I'm not sure about that. What, <laughs> what are you trying I'm to say? I'm going to have reward with some form of ombudsman. Why? Oh, for the voice racism or did something else happen? Something will happen along the line. And oh. I may be the perpetrator. So so you put up that video saying you're not the P and no. not to attribute it to Denim Holdings. You think I have a big ego now? This little fucker. He demands to be rebranded after people have been listening to his songs. He demands to be he demands, rebranded. He demands things of me now. You're his manager. He's my only client, so I kind of need it. Don't tell him that. He doesn't okay. listen to this podcast. So now he insists on being called King Panda. King Panda now? Yeah. That's... King Panda is his name. I don't know. Look, I gotta... All right, well... I just revealed how shady I am, so I don't... <laughs> I'm probably not going to be getting any new clients anytime soon, so... Well, you... you probably going to have to hold on to him. I mean, if this is any indication, like, that stuff just got picked up from a podcast and played on the radio, I think you should really go gung-ho on the... <laughs> <laughs> gung-ho was a good man. But that's that's my point. The Cerebral Seven's gone. You need to cling on to fucking King Panda. I think you've got something there. Yeah. So just to clarify, so. you you called him a fairy, a singing fairy. You're I was I was displeased at the time. Uh, he's your client. Well, he annoyed me. He done things without my permission. Defaming your own artist, your only artist that you manage. I won't deny it, but I don't have to justify it either. So fuck you. It was a strange. It was a strange business Perhaps, tactic. Yeah. I met him. Did I tell you? Huh? I met him. When? When you were away in Australia. He sent me a message, I don't know if I should be saying this to you, but he sent me a message saying, uh, ask me if I want to produce an EP with him. What did you say? I haven't replied yet, I was going to say it to you. Because I like that song, King in the Kitchen. You don't seem very happy with that idea. I just don't like the idea of you going behind my back while I'm off in, on an important business trip in Australia. I, I, w- I want to sort this out right now. What do you think of me producing an album for King Panda? I like his stuff, I think it has a lot of potential. How, will you do it for free? I don't work for free, baby. I've got expertise. I went to college hmm. for four days. How many would it cost? We can we can discuss that after. But no, on it. What's your rate? You write Tell down. people. You write down a number, and we'll discuss it from there. Oh, I can do that right now. Hmm. Add another zero onto that, and you've got yourself a deal. All right, double digits. That's fine. 
Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, okay, 100. Right, Let's shake on it. Yay, yeah, King Panda album. Yeah. King Panda has a few songs in the works already. Obviously, we played King of the Kitchen. Radio, um, I don't give a fuck. If it goes well, I get paid. If you're not that bothered about the creative direction of the album, then I'd, I'd love to take the reins. Yeah, you just take the whole thing. I don't give a yeah? fuck. If you can do it, fine. I don't care. All right, okay. You're a great manager. Yeah. So you sent me an audio before this of like a, a demo that King Panda was working on. Oh, yes, I did, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's called King P Song Number 5. It's all in lowercase, and somehow you spelt song wrong. Um, that was Gung Ho, Dunder. Really, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Fu Manchu doesn't know how to spell. I, I really don't in know. In English, what. anyway, I don't know. I, really I don't never know. knew what that guy was saying. They never even made a song. They just had, like, three of them shared the same keyboard. One had just a single hi-hat. The other three just done a cappella harmonies. Yeah, one thing I found very strange about that band was the singer called himself a microphone player. You know, like you'd have a keyboard player, drum player, guitar player, and this guy always referred to himself as the microphone player. I always found when that. When did you meet him? And when did you learn English? I saw one of their gigs. Which one? The one in the sweat factory down on uh, Eden Key. Oh, the button factory? No, no, the sweat factory. It's like underneath. For legal reasons, it's underneath. you should call it. It's For under- legal reasons, you should call it the button factory, my guy. It's the button factory in the very basement. The very basement, if you know what I mean. I think I can get away with that. Alright, listen. listen. Yeah, this is getting we're, we're getting way off track. This is King P Song 5. To the window, to the wall, to the wall, to the sweat trip off them balls, them balls. I'm Steve Steve, motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm Steve Steve, goddamn, goddamn. Get in line, this bitch is mine. Can I play with your panty line? Go give it to me one more time, get low. Get low, 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 to the window, to the wall, to the wall, to the sweat trips out my balls, them balls, all my feet go round, but I don't speak to you, motherfucker, I don't speak to you, goddamn, yeah, little down in the house. I can explain that. The fuck? That's that's a demo. Um, I mean, I just said I'd produce this guy's album. Well, it wasn't exactly. I, I, that's not like King of the Kitchen at all. Well, it's not. It's a cover of Little John's "From the Window to the Wall." Basically, what happened was he was fucking about. He was really drunk. He got this voice modifier thing on there, uh, and he just took it too far. To be honest, I I, I sensed the wrong tape. I, didn't, okay, I don't know, I, I, I labelled them all just by numerically, not by actually what it was. Yeah, and yeah, there clearly wasn't a lot of talk gone into that. I, if you can send me a better song next time. Yeah, ne- I, I can. Next I can time next that. time we talk about King Pan. I'm, I'm a bit worried for this project now, to be honest. Uh, King in the Kitchen was a solid song, Four to the Floor. I don't know, if this is the kind of thing that he's doing in his spare time. That was just in between. We just have but why was that even in... In the library. I don't know. Just look. He gets really drunk. He does some things sometimes. And <sighs> all right. Well, good luck with your management. My opinion is my best one. Your opinion is your only one. I and know. by the way, for the listeners at home, he raised his arms in the air <laughs> as if a, a bodybuilder would do, but in a sort of triumphant fashion when he said that. What did you say? My opinion is the best. Oh no, I'm fucked. How do you drink water? Um, with your mouth. Yeah, but, like, what's the process? You pick up the glass. Yeah. And you bring it to your mouth and you drink it. Okay, the bit I want to know is when you put it to your mouth, do you just let it go down the hatch? No, there's a bit of a build-up in the throat and then you go... <laughs> <laughs> you go... 
<laughs> Look, I'm sure if I drink this kind This is an audio podcast. That doesn't explain anything. <sighs> like that. <sighs> yeah. So you... That's how I drink You water. put the liquid in your mouth, you kind of store it in your mouth for a second, and then you swallow it. Yeah. Some people just throw the drink straight down the hatch, you know? Just open yeah. up your mouth, just let the, the liquid go straight <clears throat> down. River throated people. What do you think of those types of... Not to generalise. Untrustworthy. I, I'm, I was a bit surprised. I thought... Because what I do is, I, I take the glass, mm. put it to my mouth, I put the liquid in my mouth, store it in there as much as I can fit in my mouth, and then I just gulp it all down in one go, you know? And some people are saying know. that that's weird. Like a reservoir in your mouth, you fill it up and then you drain it. Yeah, kind of, and you can leave that in your mouth indefinitely. Put liquid in there and just go about your day. And See, now I don't, I, I don't trust you on dentism anymore. Why? Because you're doing weird shit like that, saying you leave water in your mouth phrase and all. You said you did it too. No, I do it in the throat and it's there for like ha- not even half a second. What do you mean you do it? You keep the liquid in your throat. No, it just takes a minute to pass. Look. It's gone. Uh, well, that's a bit of an extended break. You would say a little bit, but like it's not fucking. I don't, I'm not sitting there with my cheeks full of fucking liquid. Well, okay, yeah. There's a slight difference there. I'll give you that. But basically, my point is, people were saying I'm weird for walking around with like cheeks full of liquid, and then you gulp it down whenever you're ready. I think that's the normal way. If you were living in caveman times where tigers are chasing, you might need some shit like that. Yeah. But in the modern day, where water is available, literally fucking everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. What do you mean water's available everywhere? Do you have water here right now? No, but I can yeah, go exactly. get some in like two minutes, not even. You uh, don't have to fight someone by a river to I, claim ownership of the I water. Ch- I challenge you, I challenge you right now to go get water. No, I'm absolutely not doing that. Go get water and we'll see how long it Why takes. Why would I do that? You go and get to water. Prove, you say you I'm can... a guest here. You go and get water. Th- that means nothing in this show. I, this can is almost empty, by the way. Do you have any more? No, I don't have any more. No, you got that bastard. Worst podcast ever. Stop saying that. Can you say it's the best? No. Please. Go and get me a can on the wheel. I don't have any more. I'll give you a sip of mine if you say it's the best. Give me the rest of yours and I'll give you the most endearing quality fucking... No, it's not worth it. All right, well, Denim, thanks for coming on. Yeah. You raging alcoholic piece of shit. I am the best podcast guest who has ever lived. You can find me at at denimholdings.instagram.com. Is that how it goes? <laughs> no. Just at Denim Holdings, Instagram. You said Still you like can that. find me at at denimholdings.instagram.com. Yeah, well, it is at, at Denim Holdings. You just say at. You can find me at. Yeah. At Denim Holdings. Isn't that what they do on that? You, you at people. You're at, you're making too many words. Or is words. that Twitter that at people? Uh, I don't really know what that means. I don't use Twitter. You're not using Twitter either. No. You're on Instagram. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. Well, good luck with that. And King Pandy's music, yeah? Yeah, well, if you want to get on that, Denim Holdings Management Association owns you. You shook my hand. Yeah. In my, I have a, I have a contract somewhere that says like anyone who shakes my hand. Yeah, well, you I, know I what own I have. Them. Music production. I have a contract written on my hand. See, I have a contract. He's holding up a blank hand. hand. No, he's no, holding up a blank no, hand. No, there's writing on the hand, and it says. Give me that contract. can, and I will agree to whatever you want. I, I can manipulate the people just fine thank you I don't need to no. sell a can for that so on my hand alright well he's still not giving it to me so uh, yeah it, his hand, do you know what it actually says on his hand it says I hate gays no no and I'm racist no whoever shakes what's this? that on the back of your hand it says oh hey it says Hitler was a great okay, person th- thanks for listening to the pocket hole podcast he's an evil man no 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 thanks for listening that's the end of the show the, the denim's mic just what's that on your 
written on the inside of your eyelids. Denim's mic isn't working. Does that pro- say KK on one? No. And K on the other? No. Are you under Kakirka? That's uh, my. He's into Kakirka. That's my wife's initials. Oh, Karolina Kavokovich. She's Polish. Uh, I'm just messing with you. You are a racist prick, though. No. Stop. Why does everybody keep saying that? Probably because it's true. No, it's not. I specifically said that not racist pog. I say it all the time. All At the Denim time. Holdings. Instagram. All right, well, Denim, Denim's mic is broken. I'm sorry. Something happened. Wait, you fucking do it, my No. No, no. His, his mic's not working. Okay, this is the Pocket Hole Podcast. Thanks for I'm going to kill this guy. No. No. <laughs> Listen, that's my last can. That's my last can. Listen to me, glug it. Give me that back. Seriously, I'm serious. No, the up. show's I'm over now. No, no, no. I'm give me the can. The That's my granddad's can. Give it to me. You bastard. You fucking give it to me, you prick. <laughs> you asshole. Never turn my mic off again. Yeah. Shout at me! Listen, let me do my outro because I had an outro, okay? Is this still on, though? It's off. Yeah, it's on now, but oh. sh- sh- don't speak into it. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of this installment of the Pocket Hole Podcast. And actually, I have a bit of good news for you PDF files out there. That's right, I called you PDF files. Because I did a bit of internet research, and guess what? PDF doesn't stand for Portable Document File. It stands for Document Format. Which means saying PDF file is grammatically correct. You know? It's not Portable Document File File. It's Portable Document Format File. It's a PDF file. It's it's my fandom. It's my mm. fandom name. Um, what do you think of that? Interesting choice. Why? Um, because it's know. a good name. Mm, I don't know. Why? What do you? What's what's wrong with PDF file? Well, if you're calling, then your fans have to be the PDF filers. Yeah. And that's gonna get them in trouble. Why? If you can't see that. Are you a child rapist too? Is that on top no. of being a rapist? You're a racist child I, rapist. I am the one who accuses people of being child rapists on this show, okay? Well, I will not That's have exactly what I, do. I will not have the tables turned on me on my own show. The tables are turning. Why did I why did I turn his mic back on? So that's your mic's turned off. So that's our show. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you had fun. Check out footage of memory music video that was released last week. It's my crowning achievement of life. As for the Pocket Hole podcast, we'll see you in two weeks' time and denim. Is not going to be on anytime soon. I'm afraid he's just suffered a horrible accident just now. Like he's li- lying to you. Literally thirty seconds ago, he fell off a horse. All right. Uh, by the way, I'm starting a new catchphrase. Hootie hoo! Hey, you don't take that, you <laughs> fucking freak! It's a catchphrase that I invented myself. I'm it's gonna a- fucking kill you. That's why <laughs> I invented it. I will fucking murder you right now. I'm taking the rest that I can. No. Okay. 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 Pocket hole podcast. Goodbye. That's mine. No, it's gone. It's done. It's done. <laughs> Could they hear me? No. Because I was shouting. Would they hear it in the background? No. You see this? Yeah. Fuck you. That's mine. Who do you want? Welcome to the Pocket Hole Podcast Soundwaves, pocket thoughts in the brains of a human pop